Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tesvav of Mesechta Psachim, Daf 15. We continue on our exploration of Tuma and Tara. Continue to understand the Mishnah of Rav Hanina Skana Kohanim. And specifically today, we're going to discuss the next section of the Mishnah, which discusses burning Truma Tehora with Truma Tumea. On Erev Pesach, if it's Chometz, Machlokas between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi, and we are really going to spend much of the daf understanding um, Rabbi Meir's rationale and what it's based on. So that's really going to be uh, uh, the bulk of today's daf. And at the end, we get into the Machlokas regarding can liquid make other things tame. Um, is that Mido Oraisa, Mido Abanon? Here we go. So we are on Daf Yudalid Amud Beis, about seven lines from the bottom by the two dots. We start. We stopped uh, a little bit high up, um, not too high. I mean, still towards the end of the page, but for two reasons. One was because it was a good stopping point, and the second was because uh, I figured we'd like ease in a shtickle to Abchaninas Kanakayanim. But all right, ah. Eh. It's fine. It's not so difficult. I think that the that the Tumen Tara Sugis and Shabbos, in all honesty, I think that those were more difficult because those, that was like Masech the Kalim stuff. That was hard stuff. This is what it is. You know, it's technical, but uh, I think it's understandable. But then again, we still have another five days ahead of us, so so we shouldn't we shouldn't draw any conclusions yet. Okay. Um, by the two dots, Amr Reb Meir Medivarim Lamanu Vichule. So Reb Meir. In our Mishnah said that from their words, we learn that you're allowed to burn truma tehora, that is chametz, with truma temea, that is chametz, on Erev Pesach. Now, the question is, when he says midivrayim, from their words, who's they? That is the question, the big question of today's talk. So midivrayim deman, asks the Gemara, from whose words does Reb Meir say, that you can burn Shumatar with Shumatmer. If you're going to say, well, from the words of Rabbi Hanina Skana Kohanim, Midami, but is that similar? Rabbi Hanina Skana Kohanim was talking about burning Kodshim, that's a Shlishi, with Kodshim, that's a Rishon. They're already both Tame. Whereas over here, we're talking about Truma Tehora with Truma Tameya. So you can't compare Tahor and Tame to Tame and Tame. So Akiva. Okay, so maybe where Mary is saying is that from Rabbi Akiva, we learn that. Midami, can you compare it to Rabbi Akiva? Hasam Pasul Vitame Achatar Vitame. Rabbi Akiva is talking about Pasul Vitame, right? He's talking about Shemen. Oil of truma that was puzzle joining together with, um, we said essentially was really an avhatuma, right? This this lamp that became tummy from a tamei mace. So there you have puzzle and tamei. Again, over here it's truma tehora with truma tamei. You can't draw that comparison. So here we go. Chaver, are you ready for this? Everyone's got their uh, thinking caps on. Name a kasavar of mayor. Masnisin be'avatuma de'oraisa vlad atuma de'rabonon. 
You hear that? So let's say that Reb Meir is assuming that when Reb Chanina Skana Kohanim is talking about this Kodshim meat, that's a Rishan, mixing together with Kodshim meat, right, burning it together with Kodshim meat, that's a Shlishi. Guess what? They're not both the Orises. The Kodshim meat that is a Rishon, that became Tameh from an Ava Tuma, well, that is going to be a Rishon Natuma Mida Oraisa because there's no concept of a Dira Bonan Av Hatuma. Right? An Av Hatuma is only Mida Oraisa. There's no rabbinic Av Hatumas. And therefore, you have an Av Hatuma de Oraisa that touched some Kachim meat and made it a Rishon Natuma Mida Oraisa. However, the Shlishi that we're talking about is meat that is a Shlishi Mida Bonan. And there's all sorts of ways you can get that. For example, you can have, let's say, as, as we learned yesterday, that Midr Abanan, and as of course we know already from the 8th parak of Mesech de Brachis, that Midr Abanan, um, any tumor that touches liquids becomes a Rishon Latumah, a Rishon, a Tchila, Midr Abanan. Now, also Midr Abanan, if that liquid, that's a Rishon, touches a vessel, a Kli, it becomes a Shani. Now, in general, only an Avatuma could be Metame Adam Vikalim. A Rishunatuma can only be Metame Ochlin Umashkin. It would be unable to be Metame Eklimido Oraisa. However, we're concerned about Mayanos Hazav. They were concerned about if you have the spit or the urine of a Zav, that is actually an Avatuma and it can be Metame Kalim. And therefore, the Midra Bonon, even this Mashke, which is a Rishon, Midra Bonon, is able to be Metame Kalim out of a Gezerah that will since the spit and the urine of a Zav can be Metame Kalim. So also this Mashke, which is a Rishon, can also be Metame, Rishon Midra Bonon, can also be Metame Kalim to be a Shani Midra Bonon. If that Kli, that's a Shani Midra Bonon, now touches uh, this Kod Shemit to make it a Shlishi, it's going to be a shlishi midra bonon. So, we want to argue that Reb Meir assumes that Reb Chanina Skana Kohanim, when he says that we're talking about kachimit, that's a rishon, that you're burning together with kachimit, that's a shlishi, guess what? That kachimit, that's a shlishi, midra oraisa is tahor. Midra oraisa is completely tahor. It's only tame midra bonon. And therefore, that is analogous to chametz, to this truma tahora on Erev Pesach, that's chametz, that midoraisa is also tahor. And this kachimit, that's a shlishi, midorabonon, it's tameh, because it came in contact with this kli, that's tameh, midorabonon, so midorabonon, it's tameh, and guess what? This chametz, this truma tahora, that's Chometz. On Erev Pesach, in the sixth hour, it's also, right, the time when you burn the Chometz, it's also Chometz, it's also Asr Midr And therefore, we want to draw the parallel that just like you're allowed to burn this meat, that's a Shlishi Latuma Midr Abonon. Midr it's completely Tahor. But Midr it's a Shlishi Latuma. And we're saying you're allowed to burn it together with this meat that's a Rishon Latuma. Midoraisa, 
right? So therefore also on Erev Pesach in the sixth hour of the day when Chomitz is also Midorabonon so you can burn Truma to Hora which is Chomitz and also Midorabonon together with Truma to Mea. Even though Midoraisa, this Truma Tahora is, is completely pure. But Midorabanan, it's also Midorabanan, and therefore you can burn it together with um, the Truma Tamea. Y'all got that, right? Right. Okay. So says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom of Yudal Mebez, Nema, let's say, Kosovar of Meir, that Meir holds Masnisin Ba'avatuma Doraisa, that our Mishnah. Is talking about that when he's talking about kachim meat. That's a rishon. It's talking about rishon de oraisa, right? Because meaning ba'avatuma de oraisa. It's talking about an avatuma. That's mid oraisa that came in contact with kachim meat and made it into a rishon the tuma mid oraisa vlada tuma de rabbanon. And the vlada tuma that we're talking about, i.e. the sheni the sheni was a mid rabbanon sheni and therefore made the meat into a shlishi mid rabbanon. The mid oraisa tar maalya. That mida oraisa, this shlishi kachim meat is completely tahor. Umay midivrei, midivrei, Rabbi Chanina skana koanim. And when Rabbi Meir says that midivrei, that from their words we learn that um, you can burn the trumatahor with the trumatmeya and every pesach, it's from Rabbi Chanina skana koanim who says that you can burn the shlishi latuma, which is really mida oraisa tahor, with the rishon latuma. Um, so it's a parallel. Amrish Lakish, Mishumbar Kapare, Masnisin, Bavatumado Oraisa, Vladatuma de Oraisa. Okay, well there goes that. So Rishlakish says in the name of Bakapara that no, that's not what it's talking about. Actually, eh, our mission is talking about Rabhaninas Kanakwanam is talking about a Rishan Doraisa and a Shlishi Doraisa. Okay? And therefore there goes your idea about um the Shlishi really being Tahor Midoraisa, which is parallel to this Truma Tahora and Pesach, which you're burning with the Truma Tmeh, because the Truma Tahora is also uh, Tahor Keilu, right? So the parallel goes away, because according to Rishlakish and the Nimbarka Para, um, both the Shlishi and the Rishon are Tame Mide or Raisa. Okie dokie. Umay Midivrei. So then who's Rabbi Meir learning from? Midivrei, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Meir is learning when he says that you could burn the Trumatar with the Trumatmeh and Erev Pesach, he's learning from the Machlokas, you know, and Rabbi Yoshua, specifically the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua in the Machlokas. Hey, Rabbi Yoshua, which opinion of Rabbi Yoshua? Ilema, ha Rabbi Yoshua, if you say it's the following Rabbi Yoshua, Ditnan. So we learn in a Mishnah, in Trumas. Chavis shall Truma. You have a barrel filled up with Truma. Shenolad la Safik Tuma. That rumors started circulating that this barrel was is is maybe tame. So you have a suffix. So this barrel is suffix truma tmeya, right? Suffix tmeya. So Rabbi Eliezer Omer, So Rabbi says, look, you still have to guard it. And Rashi points out the pasuk says es mishmeres trumosai, right? You have to guard my trumas plural. What are the plural? Whether it's uh, Tahor or whether it's Suffolk Tami, still you have to guard it. And therefore, if it was Bimakma if it was in a Hefker place, well, you better put it away in a safe place because you have to still guard it. 
If it was opened and revealed, well, you have to close it. Because you still have to guard this truma, even though there's a suffix, if it's Tamay or not. Whereas Rabbi Yeshua Omer, if it was um, put away in a uh, guarded, in, 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 a, in a concealed place, a safe place, so you could make it hefker because um, you don't have to guard it anymore since it's a suffix tuma. And if it was covered, you could reveal it because at this point you don't have to guard it anymore. So here we have this uh, truma, which is suffix tame, suffix tahor, which the only thing you can do with it is burn it. And Rabbi Yoshua seems to be saying you don't have to guard it anymore, right? You could be metame it. It makes no difference. So let's say that based on that, Rabbi Meir is saying, you see, since you're going to be burning that suffix truma anyways, you're allowed to be metameit. So here also, since you have to burn this chametz anyways, this truma tahora, look, lemaisa, it's chametz, you have to burn it. It's Pesach. Pesach's coming up. So therefore, you'd be allowed to be metameit as well. Like Rabbi Yoshua, midami, the Gemara says, but you can't compare the two. Hasim grama ba'alma ha'chabiyadayim. Rabbi Yoshua is not saying over there that you can be mitame this barrel of suffix truma. Uh, well, of truma that suffix tame. He's not saying you can mamish be mitame it. He's not saying that. He's saying if it was covered, you can open it. If it was put away, if it was being put away in a safe place, you could put it into a hefker place. He wasn't saying mamish be mitame it. He's just saying, look, you don't have to guard it anymore. At this point, whatever happens, happens. But he's not saying you can mamish be mitame it. Here, a mayor is saying that so you can mamish take truma tahara, put it together with truma tamea, and be and be metamit, right? Burn it together, but be metamit in the process. So elohar Rabbi Yoshua. Okay, fine. So we can't learn it out from that Rabbi Yoshua. Let's learn it out from the following opinion of Rabbi Yoshua. The Tanan is we learn in the Mishnah. Chavis shall truma shenishbira begasa yona. Okay, so if you have a wine press, now the way a wine press works, we've seen this a few times, I think. The way that a wine press works is that. You have the upper part and the lower part. You know, the grapes start in the upper part, they get pressed, and the juice falls into the pit that is below. So if you have a chavis of truma, okay, you have truma grapes, and they're in some kind of a barrel on the upper part of the uh, wine press, and it breaks. It breaks. So now this um, barrel that breaks is going to fall right right the contents which are truma are going to fall into the pit that is below the the the, the press now here's the thing there's more to the story in the pit below there is chulin that is tame okay so now what do we do so if we take a look for a second at the chulin that is tame you can eat chulin that's tame you're allowed to eat chulin that is tame um, there are people, right, 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 there's a concept of being ochel chulin betara, whatever it is. But chulin, maker adin, chulin, that is, right, chulin is just regular food. If it is tame, you can eat it. There's no problem with that. Truma, however, if it's tame, it may not be eaten. Now, of course, chulin can be eaten by anybody. Truma is only able to be eaten by kohanim. Now, if it's tame, they may not eat it. I think it's like, uh, if you eat truma tmei, I think you are chayv karis, maybe. Anyways, so so we have a shtickle problem over here. B- 
because we have this barrel that broke. In the barrel is truma, regular good truma that a Kohen could eat. But it's about to empty out into this pit below that has chulin, that's tameh. Now, if this truma falls into the chulin, that's tameh, nobody can eat it. Because the truma now becomes tameh, so, so the kohanim can't eat it. And the chulin is now mixed with truma, so you can't eat the, nobody can eat the chulin either. So, you know, so, 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 it's, it's a big mess now. So, both Rabbi Eliezer and so in this case, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua admit, so if you can run inside your house or whatever quickly and grab some pure, some tahor vessels to intercept the truma before it falls into the um, pit below and become mixed with the chulin, that's tameh. So if you can go and chop some kalim, some vessels that are pure, and use that to intercept the truma so that you can save at least a revius of it, well then yatsil. Well, do that. Go run and grab some pure vessels so you can intercept this truma before it falls into the pit below and mingles with the chulin that is tame. Do that. Get the pure vessels. Save whatever chulin, no, whatever truma you can. And whatever falls into the chulin will be unusable. The imlav, but what if you don't have any pure vessels around? All you have is impure vessels around. So now you have a question. Can you take these impure vessels and quickly put it beneath this broken barrel of truma? Now, by doing that, you're going to be metame the truma. Your mom is going to be taking impure vessels, putting it under truma. And making that truma tame, but the upside is that you will prevent it from falling into the pit below, and therefore, by thereby preserving the chulin, which is tame, that at least you know you, it's still edible. You're allowed to eat chulin that's tame as long as the truma stays out of it. You can eat the chulin that's tame. So the question is, can you take this impure vessel, use it to intercept? this truma that's falling out of the barrel before it lands in the pit below and mixes together with the chulin that is tame. Now, the, the, the problem would be that your mamish being metame, um, this truma. Now, the thing is, the fact of the matter is, it was going to become tame anyways because it was about to fall in a pit of chulin that's tame. So it's going to become tame anyways. The question is, even though it's going to become tame anyways, are you still able to be metameit biadayim before it becomes tame on its own? So the imlav, if you don't have any pure vessels available, Rabbi Yezer says, just let the truma fall into the pit below. Yes, we know that it is going to become tame when it mingles with, when it mixes together with the chulin that is tame, but it doesn't matter. Let the truma fall on its own into that pit and become tame on its own. Do not take this impure vessel and 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 put it under the truma in order to salvage the chulin. Rabbi Yoshua Omer biyad. Rabbi Yoshua says, "No, look, he's being a pragmatist. He's saying 
The fact of the matter is that this truma is going to fall into a pit of hulin tmein and it's going to become tame. So how about this? Why don't you take a kli, take this impure kli, catch the, the truma before it falls into the pit of hulin tmein and yeah, sure, you're being metame the truma, but the fact of the matter is, is that it was going to come tame anyways, and by doing so, you save the chulin, and that's acceptable. So what do we see? So we see that you have this truma, which was going to become tame anyways, was going to be have to be burnt, right? It's going to have to be discarded, and Rabbi Yoshua is saying they could be metame biyadaim. So here also, you have this, um, on, on Erev Pesach, you have this truma tohora, which you're going to have to burn anyways, so, Rabbi Meir says, look, you're allowed to burn it together with the truma tamei, even though it means that you're going to make this truma tahora tamei, but the fact of the matter is that you have to burn it anyways. Just, so, Rabbi Meir says that you're allowed to burn this truma tahora with the truma tamei on Erev Pesach, just like Rabbi Yoshua says that you're allowed to catch this truma tamei with a kli, since it was going to become tamei anyways, and you're going to have to get rid of it. So, Ihachi, that's the case. So, the Gemara says, but if that's the case, that Rav Meir is learning from Rabbi Yoshua, then why does he say Midivrehem from their words? It should really just be from his words, from Rabbi Yoshua's words. So, Ihachi Ka'amar, the Gemara says, no, this is what Rabbi Meir means. That from their words, from their machlokas, from the machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua, we learn that. Um, you can learn that you can burn Trumat Tahora together with Trumat like, um, arguably, that would be Rabbi Yoshua's opinion. Dekanami, you can also infer it this way. Dekatani, Modra, Abeliezer, Rabbi Yoshua, Shmamina. And you can also infer that this is the correct way to understand Rabbi Meir's opinion when he says, Midivrehem, because Rabbi Yossi responds to Rabbi Meir and says, No, actually, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua agree that. You would have to burn the Truma Torah and the Truma Tmeya separately. So we see that from the fact that Rabbi Yossi's response to Rabbi Meir is based on Rabbi Leizer and Rabbi Yoshua. So we see that Rabbi Meir must have been bringing his proof from that, from a machlokas between Rabbi Leizer and Rabbi Yoshua. V'chein Amr of Nachman, Amr Rabbi Baravua, and similarly says of Nachman in the name of his teacher Rabbi Baravua, Maslisin ba'avatuma de Oraisa, Vladatuma de Oraisa. That our Mishnah is talking about an Avatuma that's a Deoraisa, a Vladatuma that's Deoraisa, Umaymi Divrayim, Divrayim, Rabbi Yeshua. What does it mean that Meir is learning it out from their words? He's learning it out from the words of Rabbi Meir, uh, of Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer. Eisve Ravler of Nachman. So Rava asks Akasha on Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman just said that Rabbi Meir is bringing a proof from Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. So now Rava asks, Omar Abiyosi says Abiyosi responds to Reb Meir, in Anidon Domeliraya, you cannot bring a proof or, or, or the case is not similar to its proof, right? Meaning Reb Meir, you're talking about Truma Tehora being burnt with Truma Tmeya. It's not similar to where you're proving it from. How come? Shekshei Idu Rabbosenu, because when our rabbis testified, Almaye Idu, what did they testify about? That if they're talking about meat that became, did I say kosher? 
If you have meat that became tummer from tummy from a vladatuma, shesorfen also im abaser shnitma baavatuma that you can burn it together with meat that became tummy from an avatuma, zetummy vizetummy. Well, if that's the case, they're both tummy, both the both bo, you know both the uh, the shlishi baser and the rishon baser are tummy. Imal Hashem and shenifsal betvuyom shmadli can also bener shnitma betmeimes. And if you're going to be trying to bring a proof. From the oil that became right, the 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 oil that was tame that was pasul that became tam that became tame from the candle that touched in avatuma. So that pasul is that tame? Well, this one's pasul and that's tame, right? So meaning it's just like uh, we had said earlier, right, at the very beginning of the daf that um, Rabbi Yossi is responding to Rabbi and he's saying, Rabbi how can you learn it out from either opinion? You know, Rabbi Chaninus Kanakwanim is talking about Tameh Vitameh. Rabbi Akiva is talking about Pasal Vitameh. And you, Rabbi Meir, are talking about Tahar Vitameh. You can't learn it out from either opinion. So, so we also will admit, says Rabbi Yossi, that if you have Truma that became Tameh from a Vladatumah, that you can burn it with Truma that became Tameh from an Avatumah, and here we have a, 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 a emendation to the text. How can you even burn truma that is a suffix tahor and suffix tame with tameya? Certainly not tahor truma, right? Because Because when it comes to the suffix truma, maybe Eliyahu Navi will come and say that it's actually tahor. So how can you? Burn it together with truma tameya, and then continues the brisa. When it comes to pigle, who could tell me what pigle is? Pigle is a corbin that you have the wrong intentions when you, when you, not necessarily when you slaughter it, but when you do, if I remember correctly, either any one of the four avodas, right, that's slaughtering it, catching its blood, bringing its blood to the base of Mikdash, and um, throwing the blood, not to the base of Mikdash, to the Mizbeach, and throwing its blood on the Mizbeach. Uh, it came up in Gemara, Mesech the Me'ilah, Actually, the first Masechta that I, that I did with Dafyomi was over a year ago. I haven't been doing Dafyomi for that long. Um, last September, uh, was Masechta Me'ila. Anyways, so, um, I guess I didn't learn it as well as I've learned other Masechtas, but, uh, I think that Masechta Me'ila, they talked a lot about the, the pigle and, uh, the different points at which it could become pigle. But if you have the wrong intentions at a certain point in the, in the Corbin process, um whether it's chutzlizmano or chutzlimkomo, right? Whether you intend to, you know, do, do, do something from the Mizbeach outside of the proper time to do it, uh, for a korban, outside of its proper time or outside of the proper place to be doing it. So that's what pigle is. Vanosar, nosar is meat of a korban that is, um, left over. You didn't eat it on time. You didn't chaparain. Vatome. And, um, meat that is tame. So it says Beishama, you're not allowed to burn all of them together. Beishama says that you are, in fact, allowed to burn all of them together. Um, okay, that was really, as Rashi points out, that's really just a continuation of that brisa. It was quoted there because the first part of the brisa was quoted there. If you're wondering how can you be burning pigle and nosar together with tummy uh, meat, so Rashi points out that pigle and nosar are actually tummy meat. Fine. But Chevre, we got a little sidetrack there with the pigle and the noser and the tummy. What is the point? What is Rav's kasha on Rav Nachman? Here's his kasha. Rav Nachman. 
how can you be saying that Reb Meir's proof is coming from Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer? Because if you look at this b'risa, what's Rabbi Yossi saying to Reb Meir? He's saying, Reb Meir, you're talking about Truma Tahora and Truma Tmea. That's neither like Reb Chanina, who says that we're talking about uh, Besarkachim, that's Tame, with other Besarkachim, that's Tame, so Tame and Tame. Or Rabbi Akiva is talking about Shem and Pasul with this lamp that's Tame, so it's Pasul Vitame. You're talking about Tar Vitame. You can't compare it. So we have a Brisa in which Rabbi Yossi is being, being pretty clear that Rabbi Meir's proof is not coming from Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. In, instead, it's coming from the Resha of the Mishnah, either Rabbi Chanina or Rabbi Akiva. And if it enters your mind that Reb Meir is based, basing his opinion on Rabbi Yoshua, so then why is Rabbi Yossi responding to Reb Meir based on the opinion of Reb Chanina Skana Kohanim? So Reb Nachman says to Rava, Rabbi Yossi Lavadaite. So when Rabbi Yossi said that to Rabbi Meir, he didn't realize that Rabbi Meir's proof was coming from Rabbi Yoshua. And that is why he responded with Rabbi Chanina Skanakwanim, who suffered Rabbi Meir with Rabbi Chanina Skanakwanim. He thought at the time that Rabbi Meir was bringing his proof from Rabbi Chanina Skanakwanim. The Omarle, to which Rabbi Meir then responded to Rabbi Yossi, I bring my proof from Rabbi Yoshua, from Rabbi Yoshua, from that barrel of Truma that um, split open and was going to fall into the bottom of the uh, pit. The Amale, to which Rabbi Yossi responds, But wait, Rabbi Meir, even Rabbi Yoshua would say, Even Rabbi Yoshua would say that you would burn the Truma Torah separately, separate from the Truma Tmeya. That both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua would admit that you burn the Truma Tahora separate from the Truma Tmea. But the Gemara says, Ve'amai. Okay, so that, was, so that was a dialogue between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir. But the Gemara now wants to know, Ve'amai enahi amida. Wait, Rabbi Yossi, why isn't Rabbi Meir's argument a good argument? Mida v'amidahi. It's a very good argument. We made the argument earlier. It was a good argument. Wasn't it a good argument? It was, right? Rabbi Yoshua said, you have this barrel of truma and it's going to become tummy when it falls into this pit of chulin. I don't know what I just said. You had a barrel of truma and it was tahor at the time. It was about to fall into a pit of chulin that is tummy. So it was going to become, you know, puzzle anyways. You're going to have to burn it anyways because it's going to get ruined. So Rabbi Yoshua is saying that you're allowed to take a kli and be metame this truma, uh, you know, by yourself, since it was going to become tame anyways. And that's just like this truma tahora and Erev Pesach, that you have to burn it anyways, so you can be metame it. So the Gemara says, shiny awesome tikef said chulin. So the Gemara answers, no, the cases aren't actually analogous, because by the chulin with the wine press, by the chulin tame and the truma tahor with the wine press, by being metame the truma before it hits the chulin at the bottom, you're saving the chulin. Because by, by catching 
all of the truma before it hits the chulin b- below, you're preserving the chulin. None, none of the truma is getting mixed into the chulin. So if you eat chulin that's tame, so you can, you can continue to eat it, it's not mixed together with truma. So by being metame the truma, you're saving the chulin. That's why Rabbi Yeshua says it's allowed. But over here, you're not really saving anything by, trumin, by, by, by burning the truma Torah together with the truma tameh. But Rabbi Yirmi says, what do you mean? That over here, you're not saving anything by burning the Truma Torah with the Truma Tmeya. You're saving the extra wood. If you make two fires, it, it's more wood. So a certain elder said to Rabbi Yirmi, of course we know that there's a tradition that a certain elder is Eliyahu Anavi. He said, he says, look, we're, we're concerned about big losses, not small losses. A whole barrel of truma falling into a whole pit of chulin is a big loss. A little bit of wood in a little fire is not a big loss. Okay, fine. So, so, so that is ultimately Reish Lakish's opinion, right? It all came back to Reish Lakish. His opinion, and Rav Nachman agreed with it, Rav Aslakash on it, was that Rav Meir's uh, basis for saying that you can burn Truma Tahora together with Truma Tmeya and Erev Pesach comes from the Machlokas between Rabbi, Me- Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Lezer, specifically Rabbi Yoshua's opinion. Amr Rabbi Asi, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Machlokas B'Sheish, Ava B'Sheva De Rehakol Sarfin. It says Rabbi Asi in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the Machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi is in the sixth hour. When truma, when chametz uh, is also midir abanon, aval b'shevet sarfin. But in the seventh hour, everyone agrees. Uh, everyone admits, even Rabbi Yossi would say that um, you could burn the truma Torah with the truma tmei once it's also midir Okay, fine. Um, now, from the fact that he says that the machlokes is in the Sixth hour when the chametz is also midir abanon, so it sounds already like Reb Chanina's kind of like 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 the first way that we wanted to explain Reb Meir, which is that it's talking about truma uh, that right, right that um, the besar kodshim the shlishi in the Mishnah Reb Chanina's kind of quantum's meat the shlishi letuma was midir abanon just like the chametz on Erev Pesach in the sixth hour is midir abanon. Right, so Amalei Reb Zeir Le Reb Asi says Reb Zeir to Reb Asi Neima Kasavu Reb Yochanan Maslisin Ba'avatuma Do Araisav Laratuma Do Rabbanon. So let's say the Reb Yochanan's opinion is that Reb Chanina Skanakwanim is talking about the Avatuma Do Araisa and the Vladatuma Do Rabbanon. Right, that the Rishon was uh, the Sarkachim was Rishon the Tuma Mido Araisa and the Shlishi the Tuma was Mido Rabbanon. Umay Midivreim, and therefore when Rabbi Mayor is looking for a basis for his opinion that you can burn Truma Tahora together with Truma Tmeya and Erev Pesach when it's also Midir Abanon is Midivir Abchanina Skanakwanim is coming from Abchanina Skanakwanim Amarle in so uh, Rabasi said to Abzera yes that's that that's correct it Marnami was also stated Amar Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Yochanan Masnisin Ba'avatuma de Oraisa Vladatuma de Abanon Rabbi Yochanan says that explicitly. That our mission is talking about an avatum midoraisa of ladatum midorabonon umay midivreim midivreb chanina skana koanim. 
um, it is that Meir is basing his opinion on Rebchaninas Kana Kohanim, Umachlokas Beshesh of Abusheva de Reakol Sarfin, and the Machlokas between Meir and Rabiosi is in the sixth hour, but in the seventh hour, even Rabiosi admits that you would burn, that you can burn Trumatara together with Trumatmeir once it's also Mido Araisa. So let's say that this supports Rabbi Yochanan. That Rabbi Yochanan said that in the seventh hour, that once the Chomets is also Mido Araisa, so then you could burn Trumatara together with Trumatmeir. As we said at the very top of the Amud, that Hapigovanoser Vatame, that when you have Pigol and Noser and Tame, Beshame Omim Ein Nisraf and Kachas, Beshame says you cannot burn them all together, but Uveselel Omim Nisraf and Kachas, that Basil says you can burn them all together. So the proof that we want to see, from, that we want to make from here, is that when you have things that need to be burnt, Mido Oraisa, such as Pigol, such as Noser, these are things that you have to burn Mido Oraisa. So even though they're not Tame, you can burn them together with Tuma, as it says, a pigle van osavatome. Basilel says that you could burn them all together. So that would be a proof for Rabbi Yochanan, who says that when you have Chuma Tahora and Chuma Tmeir, you can burn them together in the seventh hour once they're also Midoraisa, once you have to burn them Midoraisa. So the Gemara answers, Shiny Hossam, no, it's different by pigle and Nosar, the Islu Tuma Midorabonon, that Midorabonon, pigle and Nosar are actually Tame. So therefore, they're Tame, and so is Chuma, you know, so is the Tumah that they're talking about, right? Pigol vanosar vatame, they're all tame. The Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Pigol vanosar matamanaseyodayim, that Pigol and Noser make your hands tame. You better watch out. Lemim sayele, let's say that this supports Rabbi Yochanan. Apasche ipsha, if you have bread that got all moldy, venifsla milechola adam, and therefore people don't eat it, vakelev yachola ochla, but a dog can eat it, mitama tumas ochlin bichabetza, yeah, it could be metame tumas ochlin by a kibetza, meaning it can transfer tumas ochlin. And it can be burnt together with trumatmea on Arab Pesach. So here again, we see a situation where you have this bread that is tahor, meaning even, even if this moldy bread were to have been truma tahora, you would, we said, you would be able to burn it together with the um, Truma Tmea. So we see that once it becomes awesome, you can even burn things that are tar with things that are tame. No, it's different in that case because um, moldy bread is just considered like dirt and therefore it's not so significant. You wouldn't really bring a proof from there that you can burn uh, Truma Tahora with Truma Tmea. Iachi says the Gemara, if this is so, my mode. Oh. So, Rabbi Yochanan, if Rabbi Meir is bringing his proof from Rabbi Hanina Skana Kohanim, then why is Rabbi Yossi responding to Rabbi Meir and saying that, but even so, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua admit that you would burn the Trumatara and the Trumatmeya separately? Meaning, According to Reish Lakish, who says that Reb Meir's proof comes from the machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshuas, then I understand Rabbi Yossi's response to Reb Meir that, yeah, but Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua both admit that you would burn the Trumator and the Trumatmeya separately. But if you say like Rabbi Yochanan, that Reb Meir's proof is coming from Reb Chanin Eskana Kohanim, 
Well, then why is Rabbi Yossi responding to Rabbi Meir and saying, but both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua admit that you would burn the Trumat Torah and the Trumat Meir separately? What, who said anything about Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua? So, Hachi Kamerle. This is what Rabbi Yossi is saying to Rabbi Meir. I feel the Rabbi Yoshua, the Mekel, that even according to Rabbi Yoshua, who is lenient, when it comes to that barrel that broke, but that was only really, right, the barrel on the wine press that broke, that was only because he was going to salvage the chulin by doing that. That was below. But Kimekil, when it comes to uh, burning Trumatahora with Trumatman, Erev Pesach, Bitslui Vitmea, where in, in that case, since you're not saving anything, you would only be allowed to burn Chulin um, that you're, it's Suffolk Tahor or Suffolk Tame, you would be able to burn that with Tame. Rabbi Yeshua would not allow you to burn Truma Tahora with Truma Tameh. If that's the case, one second. But if, in fact, we are learning Reb Meir, if Reb Meir is, lear, is basing his opinion on Reb Kohanim, well then, Amai Eina Hi Amida, Mida Vamida Hi. Why is Reb Yossi saying that it's not a good proof? It's a pretty good proof. If Reb Meir is learning from Reb Kohanim, and the Kodshim that's a Shlishi is Midr Abonon, and Chometz in the sixth hour on Erev Pesach is also also Midr Abonon, Sounds like a pretty parallel case to me. So Amr Birmiya says Rabirmiya Hakabasu Shinitme Bimashkin Shinitmu Mahmas Sheritz. So here this Shlishi is talking about or really this Vladatum is talking about meat that really became tame from liquid that became tame from a sheritz. So a sheritz is an avatum, the liquid is a rishonatuma. And then it touched this meat and it made it, I guess it would probably make it a shani latuma. But it's, but, but it's tamim midr abanon. Okay? The azdar of mayor, well, well, this is the machlokas. If, if it's, uh, if this shani is gonna be midr rice or midr abanon. The azdar of mayor litaime, rabiosi litaime. And they are both according to the reasonings of mayor litaime domitumus mashin litaime cherim de abanon. So mayor is according to his reasoning that Liquids can only be mitame other things midr abbanon, and therefore this meat that touched this liquid that became tummy from sheretz is only uh, tummy midr abbanon in the first place, and therefore it's parallel to the situation of the chametz on Pesach, on erev Pesach that's also midr abbanon. Rabbi Yosi the time midomer tumas mashkin the time echem de oraisa, and Rabbi Yosi is according to his reasoning, who says that um, liquids are able to be mitame other things midr oraisa. And therefore, this meat is Tamim Midaraisa, and that's why he responds to Reb Meir that this isn't a good proof because Reb Chanina Skana Kohanim is talking about meat that became Tamim from liquids that touched the Sheretz, which means that it's Tamim Midaraisa, and yet you're talking about Chometz and Arab Pesach, which is only Tamim Midarabonon. The Tanya is we learn in Abraisa, Sophic Mashkin Litame, Tame, Litame Acherim Tahor. If you have uh, liquids that you're not sure if they became Tame or not, well, then you have to assume that they are tame because, uh, you know, it's a suffix tumida oraisa because liquid can become tame mida oraisa. However, litame acherim tahor de remer. But if you had some, um, liquid and you're not sure if it's tame or not, and then it, then 
maybe touched some other things, well, those things would be tahor because um, liquids are only able to be metame, other things midirabanan anyways, and here you're not sure if it touched these things, so therefore it's a suffix dirabanan lehakel, and that's where those other things would be tahor, that's Rabbi Meir's opinion, so we see that Rabbi Meir holds that liquids are only able to be metame, other things midirabanan. V'chein ha'i Rabbi Elazar Omer, Kedvar Rabbi Elazar was on the same team as Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says, Rabbi Yehuda l'akol tameh. So Rabbi Yehuda says that um, liquids are able to be metame, other things mida oraisa. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon Omer, l'ochlin tmein l'chelim tohorin. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shimon say that, what? What? Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon say that liquids are metame, Foods mid oraisa, but vessels mid rabbanon. Well, there you have it. Daf tesvav of mesechta psachim. So, what did we learn today? So, we saw the machlokas between Reb Meir and Reb Yossi about burning Torah truma with tame truma. Reb Meir says you're allowed to burn Torah truma with tame truma on erev pesach, and Reb Yossi says you may not. The question is, what is Rav Meir, the basis for Rav Meir's opinion that you can burn the Tame Truma with, with the Tara Truma? So Rish Lakish says that Rav Meir's opinion is based on Rabbi Yoshua, um, who says that if you have a barrel of Truma and you have wine and you have, um, you know, on the wine press and you have Chulin that's Tame beneath it and there's no Tahor vessels around to, 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 to intercept this Truma before it falls into the Chulin, so you can take Tame uh, vessels and intercept the truma. Uh, so we see that here we have something that's going to have to be destroyed in the future anyway. So you can be mitame be a dime. So also Reb Meir would argue that truma tahora on Arab Pesach, you can have to burn it anyways because it's going to be chametz. So you can burn it together with the truma tmeya. Reb Yochanan says that Reb Meir is base, basing himself on Reb Chanina Skana Kohanim. And he's saying that when Ramchaninas Kanakwanim is talking about meat that's a Rishon and meat that's a Shlishi, it's talking about Midrabon. The Shlishi is Midrabonon, therefore it's analogous to the Chomets on Arab Pesach, which is also Midrabonon in the sixth hour. Um, fine. And at the end, we got into the Machlokas about can liquids make other things tummy? Rabbi Meir says only Midrabonon, Rabbi Yehuda says Midraisa, Rabbi Yossi says it depends. It can make food tummy Midraisa. But vessels only midrabanan. That was daf 15. I hope you enjoyed it very, very much.